0: Ladies and gentlemen, watch it. Brother, 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 brother,
1: brother, 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 brother,
0: brother, 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 brother say what a difference our year makes what you know welcome back to another episode of the deep sex wrestling podcast it is saturday uh may 8th may 7th may 7th uh good um but we'll be may 8th by the time we're done recording this most likely um and yeah impacts under siege pay-per-view has just taken place um and so we're here to review it uh it is i ryan and it's me pat i'm here as well yeah and we watched this together so um overall i thought this was a strong card um i think that there were some matches we were really interested in some matches that we weren't as interested in and then some matches that we were interested in and that didn't end up happening um so we'll talk about all that um as we go um but before we get too much further into this make sure to subscribe to the podcast on any of the different platforms that we are on Um, subscribe to our youtube at deep six wrestling and follow us on twitter at deep six wrestling it's wrestling without the g at the end um so starting off we had the countdown to under siege uh which is a pre-show and there are two matches advertised giselle Shaw versus uh madison rain and rich swan versus laredo kid Uh, but it opened with uh raj singh and uh shira versus heath and rhino and that was weird um he, uh commentary said that this was a match that uh, was to try to catapult Heath and Rhino towards the top of the tag team wrestling rankings. And I don't know if a win over Raj Singh and Shira would do it, considering I don't think they've ever tag teamed together, um, at least since they've both been back. Um, and Raj Singh almost always, whenever he's in, in a match, is getting pinned. So... Um, don't know if this was really a, uh, moving on up in the tag team rankings, but, uh, it existed, uh, and Heath and Rhino
1: won. Um, yeah, uh, this was the weakest match of the show, in my opinion, uh, pre-show and main show included. This just felt like they had to fill time and they chose this random match. Uh, it did absolutely nothing for me and I don't care, so. Yeah, um, this was followed up by Laredo Kid and Rich
0: Swan, And they added Mike Bailey, Speedball Mike Bailey, uh, which this is when we were like, oh, so something major changed um, because Mike Bailey was supposed to go against Alex Shelley. Uh, and then a quick look on the uh, Twitter machine uh, would show that Alex Shelley was apparently double booked. Um, He was booked for a show in Detroit tonight uh, and this Impact show. And apparently he chose the random uh, Detroit show. Um, So makes sense. They probably booked him before Impact did since he was off Impact for quite some time and then came back and then he's been in and out. Uh, So, yeah, Um, I think that this... uh, kind of made this match a little more interesting just because I assumed that originally that Rich Swan was going to win, but once they had Mike Bailey in this, I was like, oh, well, Mike Bailey could win this Um, because they probably want to keep him looking strong. Um, As commentary noted, he has only been pinned or submitted once in Impact, uh, and that was to honor No More in their six-man match two weeks ago. Uh, where it was him, Mike Bailey, was Mike Bailey, Alex Shelley, and Chris Sabin going against Honor No More. Um, I thought this was a really fun pre-show match. Um, I think it was going to be fun no matter what because Rich Swann's really good, Laredo Kid is really good, but throwing in Mike Bailey definitely added another element. Um, and I thoroughly enjoyed everything that was going on in this match.
1: Uh, I missed most of this match because I was making dinner. <laughs> yeah, I I,
0: keep, I I was like, why haven't you said said anything? I was like, oh yeah, this was the match that you were in the other room for. Um, Laredo Kid hit his really cool Spanish fly off the top rope uh, on Mike Bailey. Uh, looked like he was going to take the win off of this, uh, but Rich Swan came in, uh, and this led to Rich Swan hitting uh, some more offense before hitting the Phoenix Splash for the win on. Uh, laredo kid so mike bailey again doesn't get pinned that's fine uh but i i think that they probably just didn't want to change the outcome because rich is kind of in this point of where's he gonna go and what what's he gonna do next since there's no more willie mac and that was his tag
1: partner yeah and i don't really know where he goes i'd assume he's gonna get the next division title shot at some point well,
0: I mean, like I said, the, 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 like we saw uh, this week, he did throw out the challenge to Matt Cardona. Oh, yeah, that's the true. Jordan I didn't think about title. That. Yeah. And like I said, the reason he's not Matt's not there is because he's on his second honeymoon So
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, That would make sense uh, down, to make him look strong going into that match whenever that happens. I'd assume Slammiversary. Because uh, or or at the second set of ta- or second May tapings that they have in Florida, uh, just because I don't think Matt's coming back tomorrow uh, for taping, so yeah. Um, so that was our pre-show, uh, and then we got to our main show, and our main show kicked off with Giselle Shaw and Madison Rain. Uh, but we were very confused at first because Madison Rain and Tennille came out first, and both of them were in their ring gear, and Pat was like, oh. Did, did this match get changed too? Is this now a tag mat uh, title match? But no, uh, Tenille just came out in her ring gear. I guess she might have been doing something either later on the show or earlier on the show, since they were they did seem like they had taped some stuff beforehand as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe that was the case. Maybe she only brought one set of things to the arena, and she has a match tomorrow. I don't know. Um. Uh, and then we got Giselle Shaw coming out and Alicia Edwards accompanying her and me and Pat were very confused because they'd had almost zero interaction with each other in impact. Um, but apparently on commentary, uh, they said that, uh, they'd had a Twitter interaction and Alicia said, let me come out with you to even the odds and we can see if you do well with this. Um, Alicia didn't get really involved in this, and Tenille did because Tenille and Madison are heels, which makes sense. Um, but I thought this was a really strong match um, to start off the show. We're we were a little hesitant on it just because normally, like we say, Impact throws out like their hot one of their hottest matches at the beginning of the show, uh, and this wasn't uh, that. Uh, it wasn't like an X division match or something that was going to be high flying or high octane offense but i thought this was a really good match um and i think the way they did this was they kind of tried to space out the three women's singles matches uh appropriately so they weren't like one after each other
1: i thought that that was fine um yeah this was actually in my top four matches of the card yeah um giselle's really i thought yeah madison again madison i think she's one of the best knockouts they've ever had yeah she's still really good um, Never forget when Angelo said that uh, that Madison Rain was his least yeah, favorite member man, of the Beautiful People. Man needs to be shot. Um, and Giselle again, I, I'll say it every time that I see her. I'm, I'm always impressed. Yeah, um, so she I was thought, definitely a big good pickup. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I do think that they they ended up being a really good start to the show. I thought they had a really good match here. Thought Giselle looked good. She had some really good offense. Madison equally looked really good, and they uh, gave the win to Giselle. She got a big singles win here um so yeah um i'm interested to see if this
0: will lead to giselle and alicia winning the tag titles they'll get a title shot yes absolutely um but at the same time um i'm totally i'd be fine with that i mean i don't think alicia's ever won a title in impact i don't yes um and she's been there for a while so like give, give her the tag title that's fine yeah Harm anybody. Yeah, and it gives Giselle a title pretty early on in her impact career. Um after this, I don't have the card in front of me. Uh do you
1: Pat um not in order. Okay. Well, then let me pull it up real quick. Um, um I think after this we went to oh, let's, uh, uh Sabitan and the one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um so uh I'm just pulling up the card still. Uh, so this was a match that has been months in the making. As commentary brought up, um, it's tied to the Team Impact and or No More Story. Yep, from No Surrender, um, where Eddie Edwards turned on and like made everybody, made almost everybody uh, on Team Impact think that Macklem is taking out people um, on Team Impact. Uh, but then it was revealed that it was Eddie, and Macklin's response to this was, let me take out everybody else on Team Impact.
1: Well, uh, the commentary's reasoning that they explained tonight was that it was Macklin punishing those who were fooled yeah. by Honor No More and didn't trust him. But again, this doesn't really go over well,
0: because again, the two people he's feuded with since this happened have been Rhino, who was who never claimed that Macklin had done anything wrong and Chris Saban who had also never thought that Macklin was the person involved. Amen. It was Rich and Eddie that were the ones that were hesitant about this. Um so uh it just it just always seems weird with this feud that uh that he's chosen the two people that he kept on defending him over and over again. Um I I think when we saw the, these uh, these two announced, I think we thought this was going to be a pretty good match. Uh, Macklin has been fantastic over the last few months, um, and sabin has been really good as well. I mean, yeah. he's always been really good, um, and these guys delivered in spades. I thought um, this was a back and forth match. That like, if you look up the definition of a back and forth match. This was it. Yeah, Throughout this match, there was never a point where I thought, okay, it's clear Macklin's winning or it's clear Sabin's going to win. They both had prolonged areas uh, of this match where they were in control. Um, and I think that was really good. It definitely got the crowd more involved. Um, the crowd tonight, they started off really hot for everything, and then they got really weird towards the end of this show. We'll get to that. Um, but I thought that this was uh, a hot point for the crowd. The crowd was going crazy for basically everything that was happening on this uh, in this match. Um, I forget what Saban tried to do. It was like a su- tope suicida or a suicide dive. Uh, and Macklin caught him. Um, and hit him with a powerbomb on the apron. That looked
1: really cool. And well, he followed that up immediately with just slamming him face first onto the apron as well.
0: Yeah. Um, we had... Um, a lot of just trying to go for finishers and nobody could get it, um, followed by just really hard slapping each other, uh, and chopping each other. Um, this was just a really, really fun match, I thought. Um, and I I think this probably would have been the opening match if they didn't move things around. Or Bailey and Shelly. Yeah, uh, that's true. Um, but yeah, this this was fun. Uh, Chris Sabin picks up a win. I was really surprised by that. Um, I could see
1: him becoming just a, a filler challenger for Josh if they just wanted somebody to get a TV shot on TV. Yeah, or a title shot on TV. Yeah, that's fair. Because um, again, as they stated during the show, there's there's they're not live again until anniversary. Yeah, so we have till June 19th. Yeah, so, so over a month.
0: Yeah, we've got a taping this uh, tomorrow. Then we've got tapings the thirteenth and fourteenth of May, uh, down in Florida. Um, So that's next weekend. I Mm just realized that. Yeah. Um, So yeah, we'll have basically a month and a half of uh, tape stuff for a bit. Um, We do know some matches that are being taped for tomorrow, um, including the Gauntlet for Gold. Yeah. um, Which Apparently, at the show, they announced the Gauntlet for Gold is going to be to determine Josh's challenger for Slam Anniversary or just a, a challenger? I believe it was Josh's challenger. Okay. Um, so maybe we've. I mean, do, we know who most likely isn't going to be Josh's challengers.
1: Well, it won't be Ishii. It won't be Moose. It probably won't be Sammy. It won't. I'd assume it wouldn't be. The people that Josh is facing tomorrow, yeah, probably tapings. not. Yeah, so no Chris clear. Bay and Jay. Jay. Um, Eddie. I think Eddie. Eddie. Yeah, which is what we said. Yeah, he would most likely be the challenger. So, uh, and that would make sense for
0: later on in the night, uh, a little bit more. Um, after this match, um, we had our AAA Reina de Reyes championship match. Uh, between Taya Valkyrie and Deanna Prazo Deanna had a promo earlier in the night here uh, talking about her losses uh, and talking about how um, she's she might be annoyed that she's lost and angry that she's lost her titles, but she knows how to win titles. Uh, she made the AAA Reina Duranis Championship relevant again after it hadn't been for so long, according to her. She made the Knockouts Championship a title that F- people from all over the world were paying attention to, which I'd say is true, um, and that she helped rebuild the Ring of Honor Women's Championship over the past few months. I'd say so. Like she, she she, gave it a little more prestige um, over the past few months um, and then said that she's going to beat Taya uh, because she knows how to beat Taya. Um, Even though she lost the uh, last match. Yeah, but she had B in her. Yeah. Uh, she, I believe Deanna was the last person, in, or I, I do know that Deanna was the person who sent Taya out of the company, technically, originally. So, there you go. Um, this was a really good match. I thought they gave this a lot of time, it felt like, um, compared to some of the other match women's matches that Deanna's had over the past few months. Yeah. Um, I think this was better, in my opinion, than their match at Rebellion, Um, and this really felt like the end of this feud, but then it didn't at the end. I was very confused.
1: Yeah, um, I'm assuming that we'll probably like a tag match or a triple threat. Um, I don't think we're getting another Taya and Deanna singles match, at least not now. No. but, yeah, Deanna would lose the match. Yeah, uh, She ate the roll-up while she was trying to use the belt. So, the ending the of this match was very odd.
0: Uh, Deanna had hit the Queen's Gambit. Uh, Taya kicked out. Deanna had put de- uh, Taya into the Venus de Milo. Taya got out of it. Um, so, then Deanna grabbed the women's champion, or the A championship, it uh, looked like she was going to use it. The ref tried to take it away from her, um, and Taya rolled her up. But Diana grabbed the belt and just held on to the belt, and she lost because she didn't want to drop the belt. Yeah. Um, um... Weird, Like, <laughs> but okay. Uh, she then used the belt immediately after the bell sounded, Uh, And started beating up Taya, then the lights went out. And then four masked individuals were on the ramp. uh, And Mia Yim came out. Uh, Mia Yim is back in Impact.
1: And notably using
0: the name Mia Yim, she's not Jade. Yes, yes. I think this is very similar to Chelsea Green, how Chelsea Green left uh, when she was Laurel Van Ness and came back as Chelsea Green, like she was in WWE. I think it's one of those things where Impact really doesn't care if you use your real name. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, crowd seemed happy about this. Um, Mia and Deanna stared at, uh, stared down each other for a bit and then Deanna brushed her away. What looked like she was going to leave, Mia went over to Taya to talk to her and check on her and Deanna came back and tried to beat up Mia, Mia laid her out, and yeah, um, interesting stuff, good to see Mia back in on TV and in a ring, um, I don't know if she's gonna, you know, be in the AAA title picture, if she's just coming in to, you know, help out Taya and get, like, a big Uh, program with diana or what but yeah it's another name to bolster their their already impressive knockouts division anything else you want
1: to add there no i think mediums a good signing to make um i thought her coming out was a nice little surprise for those who didn't see laredo kids instagram yeah yeah laredo kid did post on on instagram uh mediums titantron and everything (laughs) um But, yeah, I think she's a really good addition to the knockouts division. And I'm interested to see if this is just going to be a feud for the AAA belt or if this is just going to be how they introduce her and then she goes after Tasha. Um, So, I guess we'll see. Yeah. I could see this being, like, the triple threat at this time of year. Sorry, It's just these three.
0: Um, After this, we got Ace Austin versus Trey Miguel for the X-Division Championship. Before this, uh, we got a promo from... Uh, Trey talking about how in his career he has never pinned Ace Austin in a one-on-one singles match. He has never beaten Ace Austin uh, except for uh, the tag match with Laredo Kid uh, at, in Philly uh, at these last, last set of tapings before Rebellion. Um, so that was interesting. I didn't know that that little factoid. Yeah. Um, and he says that he's finally going to exor- basically he's finally exercise his demon, uh, and he's going to win back his X division title. Um, so uh, before this, also commentary ran, uh, gave Ace some props, talking about how he's going to be a best of super juniors, um, and hopefully he'll still have the X division title when when he goes there. Um, I thought this was, again, very good match. These are two guys who have matched up with each other numerous times. Um, as commentary pointed out a few years ago, they were uh, part of the main event of Slammiversary in 2020 uh, as part of that multi-man match for the vacant uh, title. Um, the wor- vacant world title, I should say. Um, and, yeah, I think they delivered. I thought this was a good match. Um, It highlighted a lot of what Ace can do uh, for those who aren't familiar with him. Trey looked good as well. Um, And I think unsurprisingly, Ace won. Um,
1: What did you think, Pat? I thought this was phenomenal, to be honest. Yeah. I thought these two worked a really different style for what we've been getting for a lot of the X-Division matches recently. It started off kind of slow. Yeah. Um, and they just worked up a really high intensity here with Ace just pushing Trey to his limits. He was spitting at him. He was taunting him, slapping him across the face. And he got the better of him eventually and tossed him head first into the... or shoulder first, technically. Yeah. Uh, to the ring post and then caught him with a nasty-looking fold. Yeah,
0: that, that looked insane
1: um so as commentary called it gnarly yeah so this was for uh for a while after this this ended up was i was expecting this to be my match of the night um when this ended uh it would not i would end up giving it to ishii and josh yeah but, uh i thought this was fantastic yeah uh, so i would say ace's reign is off to a good start with his match with rocky oh 100 and then this with trey and now he's best in super juniors coming up
0: yeah um i know we talked about it uh before you you said that you don't see ace having a getting a lot of points in best of super juniors
1: correct um no let me look at his block real quick just so because i have it in front of me um (sighs) so for ace austin here he is in the the loaded a block where the death line where he so he has people he can beat he will most likely beat clark connors he would probably beat Taguchi. Yeah. Um, Alex Zane? I think he would. He could. Yeah. Kanamaru? Possibly. Um, I don't think he'll beat Yo. I don't think he'll unless beat... He, unless
0: he... It's like the uh, uh, match where he, uh, Yo got squashed to Hiromu last year. That's the Super
1: Juniors. Yeah, well, no, I don't think it's happening. <laughs> I don't think he's beating Francesco. I don't think he's beating Ishimori. I don't think he's beating Show. Um he could score an ups- upset over somebody to ruin somebody's tournament. Yeah. Um I feel uh, like all, if again, he, he did it it would be yo. I just I, I don't, the I, don't I don't well, I don't remember the schedule for when he faces oh, wow. Yo. Um so I again, I don't think if he's facing Yo earlier in the tournament, maybe. Yeah. Um I don't know. We'll see. But yeah. compared to, like, it, again, his his uh, comparison here would be Wheeler Yuta from AEW. Yeah. Yuta has Foromo. Master Watto, who he can beat. <laughs> Robbie Eagles, you could make the argument he could beat. Titan, making his first appearance since 2019, I believe, who he can beat. No. Bushi, who he can beat. Doki, who he can beat. <laughs> L. Lindemann,
0: he could be. probably
1: beat. TJP, he could beat. ELP, he won't beat. Desperado, he won't beat. So probably he probably won't beat Robbie Eagles either. Um, and L. Lindemann, I could see them pushing L. Lindemann kind of hard in this one. But I think B block is L. Desperado. Like, it's 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 L. Desperado or uh, L. Fantasma Nobody you, else is winning. Wait, B. is block. Hiromu not in best of the Super Juniors? He's in A block. Oh, okay. Yeah, again, he's the. Yeah, he's. Again, it's it's coming down to Desperado or, or Phantasmo for B. Okay. Uh, I don't see anybody else having a chance on that. Yeah. Um, a block is a toss-up for me. I mean, I know who I'm picking, but arguments can be made for Yo, Hiromu. Show, uh, Francesco, Ishimori, and Show. Yeah. Um, so, again, compared to... Has A-block, Francesco wrestled yet? No, this is his debut. Okay. So... Uh, And then again, this is the New Japan debuts for Ace, Alex, and Wheeler as well. Well, Wheeler's done New Japan strong. Actual Japan.
0: Um, After this, we got Honor No More uh, represented by Eddie Edwards, Kenny King, Matt Taven, Mike Bennett, and Vincent with Maria Canales at ringside. Versus Bullet Club, Jay White, Chris Bay, Doc Gallows, Carl Anderson, and the returning El Phantasmo. Um, I was a bit confused about why we were doing this match again, basically. Uh, where Philly had the four on four match, now is a five on five, and they're just throwing, uh, um, Eddie in here, or not Eddie, uh, they're adding one of their members, uh, because I don't remember which, mem- yeah, I think it was Eddie who wasn't part of the, uh, Four on four. Yeah. Um, And they're adding El Fantasmo. I thought this was a clusterfuck to start off this show. Or start off this match. Yeah. Where it was just everybody brawling on the outside. Uh, Definitely shows (laughs) when, uh, I think it was Kenny King was matched up as their big guy against Gallows. Who's just much, much bigger than him. Um, But... Once it became a singles match or like an actual tag match, I think it got a little cleaner. But this was as messy as a ten-man tag is ever gonna get, because you had both sides cheating because both sides are heels. Uh, even if Bullet Club is represented as babyfaces in America, um, that they're heels. Um, I think we all thought after the announce the. Announcement that Jay and Chris Bay were facing uh, Ishii and uh, Josh tomorrow at the tapings. That Bullet Club would probably pick up this win um, to position them to have a cha- chance to face Josh. Um, not the case. No. I don't know more scores a win.
1: Yeah, this kind of felt interesting <laughs> to me. Especially because they pinned Carl, Carl Anderson. Anderson 2012 was- G1... <laughs> Carl wow. Anderson, who has uh, a title shot coming up in New Japan, yes, uh, which I, I don't really expect this to come back to. Um, also, just weird because Honor, or Honor No More pinned the Good Brothers in the the tag match, yes, the elimination one. Yeah. Um, so sure, I mean, hey man, if you're an Impact faithful who who really loves the 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 argument of, man, I love when companies let Impact win, then I guess you're over the moon today that impact got to pin the bullet club uh yeah. sure i i don't think honor no more needed this and if they did they shouldn't have pinned anderson i mean it does
0: i think the other match that they did announce was ogk versus the good brothers so it kind of makes sense
1: but they could have set that up from the elimination yeah match. like they yeah, had already so.
0: that. yeah um i think it was more this f- feud is not ending and they're going to have a rubber match. Oh, good. I, I don't know when. I don't know where. But I'd assume that's what they're doing. Because now both groups have one win against each other. It would be really odd if they don't come back to it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Um, but yeah, I, I think know, we are can... a little
0: surprised that uh, Vincent and uh King? King weren't pinned. And I was a bit surprised that uh, El Phantasma wasn't pinned or Chris it, Bay. Yeah. Or
1: either, yeah, either of the juniors. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, this kind of just felt like what I would expect on TV. This was just like a regular 10-man tag with the, a lot it was
0: elongated.
1: Yeah. Um I don't have yeah, none of the times have been posted for these no. matches. It was it was fun for what it was, but it, it did feel longer than it needed to be.
0: Yeah.
1: But to be fair again, they were probably filling time since they did have plans for Shelly versus um Bailey, which would have been long most likely. Yeah. Like, so, but it, it was fine. This just isn't a spectacular match or anything to really write home about. Yeah, this was probably my weakest match of the night, in my opinion. This was weaker than Shira and Raj Singh versus Rhino and Heath. I'm at main show. Oh, uh, my bad. Really? Yeah, I, I This thought... was worse than the Knockouts Championship match for you. I like that. Okay. Um. Again, like you said, I think
0: every I th- again. It definitely did feel like something you'd see on yeah. That's a fair critique. Um, This match, uh, which is the knockouts championship match. While I think the challenger was, um, somebody who I don't think anybody thought was going to win. I thought it was a fine match. I I didn't have any issues with it. Um, it was slow, but I mean, a lot of the knockouts championship matches have been slow for the past year or so.
1: Yeah. Um, i could not be asked to to care about this one i don't think havoc was a challenger that they did well building up uh they it was literally just oh she's partners with rosemary so i beat rosemary and she got involved so we're just gonna move to havoc yeah and so havoc got a title shot and hey man sure she's, enough, it, havoc it, lost. my thing is it helps
0: build tasha because it is a, a vet
1: it's yeah, a I bigger so. opponent, and not, it is a former knockout. But champ. like, she already beat Mickey James. It's not like with a lot of help. Yeah, it's whatever. I don't think Havoc's not like this prestigious name. No,
0: but it's a bigger, bigger name than who else were you gonna throw her up against? Well, she
1: beat Rosemary.
0: Yeah, with yeah. with help.
1: Yeah, it doesn't matter.
0: This was her first time that she didn't have help, and she won clean. Yeah, uh,
1: I I did not care about this match. Storyline wise, I thought this was a better match than I don't know more. I don't Probably, know. I just enjoyed that match yeah. more because there more going on with it. To each their own. Tasha won with uh,
0: the crucifix bomb, which they are uh, calling the blackout. Mm. I normally don't say like they they're calling something something until they do it multiple times. It's back to back events.
1: Like they did it, the last thing. Yeah, because what you're because
0: uh, Josh Alexander's finishing the c4 spike has changed names so many times in the past year um so that's why i I try to give it a break because it was the j drilla for a bit and then it was something else and that was the c4 spike so gotta make sure that they they don't change it up on me you know Mm -hmm. um after this was the Briscoes versus Violent by Design who Pat said he really wanted to lose this match I because he just... is tired of Violent by Design because they are, are, what what did you call them? They're just boring. Unbelievable. Pat, they've got one of the best big men in the business. They've got Cancer Survivor on their
1: team.
0: <laughs> sure. we have got a former All-Japan champion. World champion. We went 30 minutes with Kojima in all Japan a few years ago, almost a decade ago at this point. Put some respect on Joe Doring's name. Joe Doring was not in this match. Uh, he, he stood it. <laughs> he stood at the entrance ramp for what felt like two or three minutes, just standing at, on top of the entrance ramp while everybody brawled because the match didn't start for a bit. Um,
1: but once it got going, I thought this was a really fun match. Yeah, I thought it was, again, It I didn't really need the, the whole pre-match brawl. That they no, did, I didn't either. But I oh. thought by the end of this, they really hooked the crowd. Yeah. Um, and they got them like just firmly behind the Briscoes. Yeah. And I thought that they they had a pretty good tag match here. Yeah, I think the Briscoes are going to be very, I mean,
0: they, they've been very big since showing up. Yeah. Um. This this was a huge get for Impact for their tag division, which we've said has been the weakest point of Impact's
1: Impact's knockouts tag team division is weaker. I don't think that's a, a thing anymore, but uh, clearly it is. <laughs> <laughs> Alicia and Giselle are here to save the day.
0: Then probably. Um. Yeah. This was this was fantastic. Um. Say what you want about the Briscoes, but they're fantastic in the ring. Uh, they really know how to work with basically anybody. I think this is easily the first time they probably worked with Eric Young or Deaner. Definitely um, Deaner. They could have wrestled yeah. Eric Young somewhere else. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. Um, but I, I thoroughly enjoyed this match. Yeah. Um, and predictably, the Briscoes won. Thank God. Um, crowd went crazy. Uh, we do have to point out, before the, early on in the show... The Briscoes were given a live mic. Mm-hmm. And Mark Briscoe cut one of the strangest promos I've ever heard, talking about how people have questioned if the the uh, if the Briscoes could win a title. And uh, you can say it once, you can say it 42 times. We 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 are <laughs> title magnets. And then he just starts making these weird noises of <laughs> trying to be a magnet going you know, womp 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 um and then talking about like the different levels of the atmosphere and how the good uh the briscoes have surpassed the atmosphere or into the stratosphere uh and into outer space and all this stuff um to which commentary when they get it back is just like they cannot control their laughter uh, and say that they haven't heard anything that good since Steiner's 33 third chance promo. Which I agree. I think this is one of those promos that is going to go down and say, what the fuck did we just listen to? But I think the, that's what you get with the, the Briscoes is Mark, Mark Briscoe is a crazy man uh, on the mic. That's fair. Um, and uh, this might be their second time that they've gone on the mics or third time that they've been on the mics early in Impact, Uh, we are going to have a lot more of these moments, I believe. Um, But yeah, credit to the Briscoes. They get their titles. Um, Their commentary said that this is their 42nd uh, tag title run. That's wild. Um, On Cage Match, they are listed as 21-time champs around the world. So I don't know where the 42 came to. Maybe there's like companies that don't count. As, like, world tag team champs or things, that's true, or just
1: smaller indie promotions that people don't have the numbers for,
0: yeah. Um, but they are 12 time ROH champions, they are two time GCW champions, they are one time JCW champions, uh, uh, when it was Jersey Championship Wrestling. Um, they're two time NWA Wild Thing Wildfire or Wildside, yeah, Wildside champions. Um, just to name a few. And as Commentary said, they are the uh, Crockett Cup winners as well. Um, So they might be in line for an NWA Tag Team Championship run. Everybody's favorite promotion. They can combine the titles again, Pat, and this is how we get NWA TNA again. Is that what you want? No. (laughs) No. But I know you'd be excited for that because you know who would come back? Jeff Jarrett.
1: No, oh, because then I'd get his theme song. Yeah, no, no, better. All this. Oh no, absolutely not. Keep them away. Yeah, I guess Mickey James is done. Yeah, she, she, is, they, she, hasn't, been, they, she hasn't really been referenced. She hasn't been on. Uh,
0: she was referenced by Tasha. Uh, Tasha mentions
1: her, but yeah, and right. like
0: commentary during Tasha's matches. Yeah, but but like, she, yeah, Chelsea. I mean, again, Chelsea has been preoccupied with the major players. Yeah, but like they completely Morrissey. dropped like the, yeah. the thing. So yeah.
1: I'm assuming she's gone. So, sure. Yeah. Um, did Mickey bring anything to the- Yeah, she really helped showcase what I think a lot of Impact Faithful really were up in arms against. And she brought some, you know, much added prestige and notoriety to Impact when she appeared in the Royal Rumble match as the Impact Women's Champion. Yep, not the Knockouts Not the Knockouts champion. champion. The Impact Women's Champion. Yeah um got a nice little she used her theme song yeah she got, she got one elimination yeah she got some tna chance not impact chance yeah. some tna chance and then was eliminated and yeah. nobody remembers that and she was she
0: eliminated by somebody who's like an up-and-comer in, in wwe no i
1: think lead it it was Lita. yeah,
0: yeah. so yeah. um
1: yeah wwe's relationship with impact is thriving yeah and um i can't wait to see what they do next because they're surely gonna tear the house down at forbidden door evolution uh, the WWE Impact Pay Per View. Oh, gotcha.
0: Um, yeah, um, the the, the I her and Deanna's feud was good. Their matches were not. Her and Tasha's feud was good. Their matches were not. And her and Chelsea look like they were gonna have a feud. And nothing. And maybe it'll happen in NWA. That's yeah. I mean, it could. Or they're waiting for. <laughs> chelsea to get off her honeymoon <laughs> i don't
1: know I don't, it's not even that because she's been on the tapings like the last set of yeah tabs, it's a, like, yeah and think, it seems like she's gonna be going with jordan yeah, yeah so i think maybe he's just done with impact yeah hey man so really Whatever. got she was carrying that impact flag earlier this yeah.
0: year yeah i got screwed by wwe again
1: Uh, after this we had moose coming out for a surprise appearance before the main event yeah and i think we figured out what was going on here yeah moose
0: talks about how josh was given uh, five and a half months to uh before he was able to cat uh before he got his rematch, but moose was given five days uh so he is going to hijack the show unless scott comes out in the next 30 seconds and if he does and if he doesn't he's going to go out of the ring over the barricade and do evil things to each and every one of the fans in attendance yeah the lights black out and the i was feet. expecting uh scott demore and team canada to show up but, uh, so but that is not what we got we got the feature presentation the feature presentation of the evg which was sammy callahan so i'm curious um,
1: if you to explain what evg stands for yeah
0: yeah um i i am too um and so Sammy comes out, and he is just Sammy Callahan, the Death Machine again. But with a new theme song. Yeah, with a new theme song, or my his old theme song just further down. I don't know. Um, but yeah, Sammy has the bat. He points at Moose, and he lays out Moose um, with a really bad pile driver that looked like <laughs> absolutely murdered Moose. Yeah. Uh, as Pat pointed out, I hope Moose doesn't have a neck injury <laughs> because it has been reported that Moose has been wrestling injured. Um, hopefully it wasn't a neck injury because that would have fucking hurt mm-hmm. uh, that li- leads us to our main event it is Josh Alexander versus Tomohiro Ishii uh, for the Impact World Championship and this was absolutely phenomenal Agreed. Um, commentary pointed out that Josh uh, was in a car accident this week uh, as he was making his way to Kentucky for this show um, and, uh, so we looked it up. Uh, he was uh, apparently involved in a six car accident. Um, everybody was okay. Um, possibly Raj Singh also was in this as, uh, a, a W. I think that's what they're, I don't know what they, I A W. I don't know what their, their initials are for, uh, in Chicago tweeted out, uh, glad Raj and, uh, Josh are safe. Um, so, assuming Raj was part of that as well. Uh, so, we are also glad that they are safe uh, because that would suck majorly um, if anybody got injured. But Glad to hear that it sounds like everybody was safe from the accident.
1: Yeah, well, clearly Josh was because Ben was out here perfectly fine. Yeah, Josh. And ben, ben Raj because he wrestled. Yeah. Uh,
0: Josh killed this match. Ishii killed this match. This was Every, everything was great about
1: this. Uh, what wasn't great about this was the fans. Was the fans who... So the
0: so Moose... Cut, during the Moose promo, Moose gets loud cheers. Barely any boos. Um, he talks about how he's the greatest impact champion of all time. Um, the crowd goes wild for that. Um, talk, ben says he is the greatest world champion in any company of all time. Crowd goes crazy for that um then throughout this match there were boos for josh at different points in the match when he was taking control and i get that you want you're happy to see ishi but as people on twitter were saying just because you're happy that somebody else is in like your company for a special match doesn't mean you have to boo the other guy like josh has done absolutely nothing to warrant hate (laughs) no He's uh. he's he like the perfect, he's like the guy, he is the perfect individual at this point. He, he rose from the bottom, he is here, everybody was on board with him, and he's had stellar matches nonstop, he puts the company on his back.
1: I do not understand why the crowd just immediately is like, nah. And my favorite part of uh, All Out last year was when the crowd really just turned on John Moxley and started chanting for Kojima. Because they just they saw yeah. Kojima and they were like fuck me I I can't cheer for John Moxley yeah um this was absolutely bizarre um glad that we
0: don't have to deal with this crowd
1: for long yeah um but like we had them like when they were doing striking exchanges they would boo Josh and cheer Ichi they would wrap yeah. like anytime Josh the... was down they would uh, do the chant for Ichi's gonna kill you yeah um so I mean Bizarre that was, as hell. cool to see she's like well-liked yeah it just felt very random that you would boo Josh instead of like both these guys or yeah. just here for both of them yeah
0: or this is awesome chance or yeah. anything it just felt very anything. strange no um hopefully this doesn't I mean I don't think this I don't think it will. I think this is an outlier crowd. yeah I do have to say Rebellion also had an odd crowd for that match with Josh and Moose there was a lot of Moose fans yeah as I people. guess
1: Moose is just liked by the Impact faithful
0: yeah, um, I think everybody thought Moose should have a long title reign. He got a long title Probably reign. six months. Yeah. Um, he did what he needed to do. He finally became world champion. Um, Josh is just beginning his champ- championship run. Uh, and he's had two fantastic matches. Three fantastic matches now. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Josh wins. Yeah. Um, Honestly, there were points where they kind of teased like Ishii could win. I don't think there was a doubt that no. Josh would win this. Ishii yeah. does not win. Yeah, He doesn't win big ones. He'll win the Never title. He's bro. not winning world titles. No, he wins the Never title and that's about it. Are you saying... It, so if he had went for the Digital Media Championship... Yeah, he could win that. or he could win Even the though it's a world championship? Bro, it's not a world championship. It travels the world. Uh, yeah, so Josh wins and... Yeah, that's where we're at. Um, overall, I thought this was an extremely strong show. Um, I think that, you know, there were some surprises. There were some not surprises. Like, we all knew that EVG was Sammy, basically. What we didn't know was if he was going to be the same Sammy or not, and he absolutely is. Um, we were. I don't think any of us were
1: expecting me Yim to show up. Um, no i because there there wasn't like a surprise like debut thing into yeah. that besides this sammy yeah um
0: and I, I think most of us were assuming the briscos were gonna win mm-hmm. i don't think many people thought any other titles changes were gonna happen uh, and I think uh, a lot of people are probably
1: surprised that I don't know more won. yeah but overall give it a big old thumbs up yeah i would too again the only thing that i thought was bad was the uh knockouts. no it was no. raj and shira versus rhino and heath the, the knockouts match was yeah. fine it's just it's not a match i would go recommend to watch like if yeah. you're a, if you're an impact fan then yeah but if you're somebody who's just like trying to watch like the must-see stuff on right. the show i would say watch josh and ishi ace and trey macklin and Sabin, giselle and madison and the tag title match and diana and Tyre. Dion and Taya, not necessarily for like the match itself. I it was. Good. I thought it was really good. It was good, not great, but Mia Yim coming back is a big thing. So yeah, yeah. that as well. Um, yeah. So yeah, uh, we will be back later this week with
0: podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, we'll have our g our our best of Super Juniors prediction podcast. Yeah, everybody's
1: got to get to predicting.
0: Yeah, um, we'll have our Impact podcast. Possibly Pat and Joey will have an AW. Podcast. I've been doing the AW podcast uh, by myself. Gotcha. So. Well, I'm here. Yeah. If you if you need a partner. So the
1: AEW podcast will continue strong with or without Joey. All right.
0: And I know that uh you've talked about doing a uh Doctor yeah, Strange we'll, podcast. We'll
1: probably do something. We'll talk about Doctor Strange once Ryan sees it. Yeah, Tuesday, um, hopefully. Tuesday. And then yeah, I hope Joey doesn't see it like tomorrow and just spoils it in the group check because He's something. known for doing it. Yeah, he's, he's known think, for spoiling yeah. stuff. So Yeah.
0: I, I will leave the group chat tomorrow if he, he oh you know, he says he's going Monday
1: okay so So maybe just i'll leave or just tell him don't spoil it i'm going tomorrow um so yeah
0: thanks for listening Mm -hmm. stay safe and we'll talk to you next time yep and remember that the pizza papa always gets paid i don't know what that means